You're listening to the Summer Camp Music Festival Podcast with your host, Camp Counselor Derek. You, you, I guess you can say whatever name you want to. All right, all right, do it. All right. Hey, everyone, this is, yeah, we're at summer camp. This is actually at summer camp in uh, 2017. It's Wednesday night, and I'm talking to some people in the front of the line. Hey, what's your name? My name's Kevo. His name is Kevo, and when did you get here? Uh, 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock? Yeah, 5 p.m. All right, and... and uh, no, you're, even open. I mean, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right. Oh, that's when they let people in the parking lot? Pretty much, yeah. Cool. And uh, who are you excited to see here? Friends, family. Excellent. I didn't really come to see one set. I just came to be with people and everything. And the live music is just a plus that you could experience that that show with somebody. Awesome. Cool. And uh, new friends, you know? <laughs> new friends. You always make new friends. Uh, if you can't hear that, somebody said he's the most handsome motherfucker around. Um, all right, so there, there you have it. Wednesday night at summer camp, and people are already lining up. How many Get people here. would you say? I'd say there's uh, what a couple hundred people here right now. Yeah, at least. All right. All right, Kevo. We'll have a good weekend, man. Ahoy, campers! That was me scouting out the front of the line on Wednesday night before Summer Camp 2017. And Kevo, I couldn't have said it better myself. Summer Camp is the people, the friends, the community, and that's what this first 2017 recap is going to focus on. You, the scampers. So, how'd we do, folks? We have plenty to talk about with uh, Summer Camp 2017. We had some ups and downs, mostly good weather, some bad. But, oh, it felt so good to be home, though, didn't it? Did you all survive the great storm and avoid the wook flu? And and speaking of folks, is there a monkey now living at Three Sisters Park? Well, I don't know the fate of the Nitrous Monkey. Uh, I do know that Nitrous Monkey would be a great name for a band, as uh, Counselor Jojo pointed out. Uh... But I do know that I saw some, as y'all say, and I am holding up air quotes, epic jams. Uh, some music worthy of the old fire emoji, if you know what I mean. Um, so here's the plan, people. I'm going to do a couple follow-up podcasts for 2017, starting with this one. And today we're going to focus on all of you, these scampers, uh, the people who are summer camp. Because let's be honest... Um, most of the egos of these bands are too big to come out and play for an empty field, right? I mean, I kid. Uh, I'm going to start off this podcast with some people I met at camp, and then we'll move on to our interview. Our interview this week is with Rob Durek of Mo. Uh, here's a quick clip of that. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir, I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? Joey! You ever hang around the gymnasium? We better get back now, Joey. No, Joey can stay here for a while if you'd like. Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Joey, have you ever been in a in a Turkish prison? This week we'll meet some scampers and hear the Rob interview, and of course we'll have the jam of the week. And then I'll be back in the near future with another recap, or uh, should I say recamp, of my uh, favorite mu- music moments of the weekend. So a couple times throughout the weekend, I approached random people or simply just got to talking and said, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? Uh, To which the reaction was generally, there's a podcast? Um, So I'm spreading the word one fan at a time. And honestly, uh, for the people who have been listening, I thank you. 
Uh, I've gotten some positive uh, feedback uh, here and there, which has encouraged me to keep doing this. I arrived at summer camp on Wednesday night to have a little gathering with the other counselors. Uh, getting in went fa- fairly smoothly, and uh, I have camp counselor JoJo to thank for that. And I don't have a whole lot to say about Wednesday night's activities other than to say it's really nice to have a night to hang out with these fine people. Uh, we see each other on Facebook all year, and uh, during the fest we have our own interests. So that night is really special for us to hang out and, um, you know, get our tolerance up, I guess. <laughs> um, so as you heard at the top of the show, I, I walked over to interview people at the front of the line on Wednesday night. And these are the diehard scampers, right? The ones that deserve to be interviewed. Well, you heard my interview with the first person in line, but you'll never guess who was second in line. Well, it's somebody I reached out to ahead of the festival, but the timing didn't work out. And um, so I didn't get to talk to him then. Um, But I happened upon the one, the only, Uncle Randy. And I'm guessing there are a fair amount of you uh, that that don't know Uncle Randy by name. So I should say that Uncle Randy's the guy that's... uh, probably older than you, and you may see him every year running around, uh, often in a very short pink tutu. And if you've talked to him, you know there's only one Uncle Randy. So here is my talk with Randy Stash, uh, a.k.a. Uncle Randy. Wait a second here. So I'm here with Uncle Randy and pink, you said pink sprinkle? Yes. You want to say something? It's yeah, little spun so far, not too bad. <laughs> All right. Uncle Randy rocks. Buy a pen, get a sticker, or we'll give you one for free. When did you guys get here? I don't know. Seven? I don't know. Yeah. Six? Seven? Pretty much at the front of the line. Yeah. It's dedication? Yeah. <laughs> no, not that anyone ever questioned your... Been here your... 12 years, must be dedicated. No one we ever questioned your dedication. pink sparkly stuff. I know I didn't know how to get back a hold of you again because a lot of people get in touch with me I was like yeah I'll do a podcast never I this is my second podcast I did the one for human aftertaste ban I have a gorilla suit with a 18 inch wiener shoots whipped cream 20 feet into the crowd (laughs) I would expect nothing less from the legendary Uncle Randy ta-da alright we're here at summer camp Wednesday night in line Thanks, Uncle Randy. Good to meet you. Finally. Yeah. What's your We're name again? We're shaking hands through a fence oh. here. I'm Derek. Derek, that's right. I looked back through my messages and I was thinking, but I farm too, 2,400 acres. So I was farming. I was like, so I've been busy doing that shit, trying to get corn and beans in. And then I was like, I wanted to do it, but then I got busy during the middle of the week when I thought this would be a good time, and then it rained. I honestly think this is even better. <laughs> I do too. I think it's fucking Tony we, Tiger great. We can stand here and look at each other. Yeah, I like this much I, better. I, I just want to say for the record, the tutu is not on yet. No. Nope. I have like farmer clothes on from the waist w- down. Will we be seeing the tutu? Oh yeah. All right. Good deal. Where are you guys from? Iowa. Iowa. Quad cities. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I just I so. I assumed Illinois. you were from around here. Yeah, now Quad Cities, Geneseo, Illinois. It's not too far. <laughs> I got right an on. hour and a half. Mobile podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Last we'll, time. This is the first time I've tried to record like this. Have you we'll ever heard of out. Human Aftertaste, the band? No. That is a band I was in. There is a whole bunch of YouTube. You should check it out. But we oh, did we're going to cut in some Human Aftertaste right here. did a podcast thing in Chicago, me and Colin. He'll be here in, in another 12 hours or something, but we did an awesome podcast up there, all dressed up and video stuff. That's how I met him. Oh, really? That's how she met me, yeah. She likes 18-inch wieners that she whipped cream, I guess. 
Oh, yeah. I went to the show and I was like, they come out, the guy's got a dinosaur suit on, big dick. Titty Bears' wife got electrical tape on her nipples. There's a, that one of the guys in our band was on America's Got Talent and he scared himself through his face. He's a circus performer guy, he was there. They were stapling signs to their back. I got staple sign, want a free pizza. <laughs> to their back. So then I was watching these guys. I'm like, those fuckers are sick. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I think I'm weird sometimes. These guys have me. Put on the hazmat suit and had a leather thong on by another long weird story. <laughs> and went up and jumped on stage and everybody in the venue thought I was with the band and the band had no clue who I was. And at the end of the show, my friend that took me there, he's like, went to the lead singer, he's like, I have to apologize for Randy's a little outgoing. He goes, apologize, we love the fucker, awesome. we want him to tour with us. <laughs> Next thing, I was in the band. That a happy story. <laughs> Well, that's going to be great to cut in. Can't wait to get some human Yeah, aftertaste. put some of that human aftertaste stuff in there. Them guys, we worked hard. I mean, they did something called the butt volcano, where the lead singer stands head. They put a funnel with baking soda, vinegar, and red food coloring in a funnel, and dumped it in his butt and pulled it out, and it shot out his butt while he stands on his head. When I saw that shit, I was like, man, I'm in the right place. <laughs> It's crazy, and I mean, just keep their whole web page full of they did they did. And a that's movie. how boofing was born. <laughs> uh, boofing with baking soda and vinegar, butt volcano, <laughs> the real story. No, I mean, those guys are fucking crazy. I fell in love, and then we just toured around, went to Chicago, Milwaukee, Madison, St. Louis, Indianapolis, and just had epic nights. Some of the bars just fucking couldn't wait to get us back. Some of them, we'd be there once. They're like, never again, fuckhead. <laughs> I mean, actually, these guys, when I first met them, they told me they're all gay and none of them are gay. And they're really goofy, and it was like... Then after I really got to know them and they were buddies, I'm like, you fuckers, there's normal. It was all just a big show. Yeah. And I was part of it. That's where the Pink Tutu came from, that band. It's just a creative... I mean, people need creative outlets. So sometimes that means... That was it, That's a part of yourself. It's still a part of you, but the rest of the time you can still be normal. Oh, yeah, we're normal as fuck. I'm still normal as fuck when I come to this. I farm 2,400 acres of farm. That's my real job. Yeah. What's uh, what kind of crops? Corn and beans. Corn and beans. Oh, you told me that earlier. Yeah. It's weird because like the terminology on the website, it says like RV. That's cool, man. I'm glad you walked up. That's funny. I wanted to do this. I really did. I'm like, God, but I get a lot of requests sometimes. I'm I'm a really awesome runner. I went to college just to run because it was paid for. And then the cheerleader girls asked me if I wanted to be a cheerleader, and I was shy as fuck back then. And I asked my cross-country coach, I'm like, Nelson, they want me to be a cheerleader. What should I do? He's like, go for it. You're crazy enough. So I'm like, you sure? Them chicks are hot. So then next thing you know, I'm a cheerleader. And then guess what I got for a job when I graduated from college? Male stripper. <laughs> Magic Mike style? I don't know who he is. Oh, it's a movie. Oh. All right, I'm going to stop this recording. But it was really good to meet you guys. Yeah, it was. I'm glad this happened. I was like, kind of trying to look. It was up, meant to be. I was. Yeah, it was. This was destiny. So this is your 12th or 13th camp. 12th. 12th. All right. Right on. So that, folks, is Uncle Randy at the pre pre party in the parking lot. Uh, here are some folks I met while walking back from the Soulshine tent uh, the next night. All right, we're having a conversation. What time is it? What the fuck time is it? Uh, it's like three. Yeah, it's three. three. It's 
It's 3 a.m. Uh, that would be Friday morning, Thursday night, whatever. What, uh, what did you guys enjoy most today? Not getting arrested. Not getting arrested. Oh, you yeah, came in today. That's right. Over on the way here. I forget because I came in yesterday. <laughs> I enjoyed Nako. I enjoyed Nako a lot. Um, Twiddle and Twaco. Twaco, Twiddle, and Nako combined. That was fucking tight. from uh, Northwest Suburbs. Yeah, Northwest Suburbs, like 45 minutes outside the city. They're, they're talking about Chicago for those of you who are out of state. Um, well, what suburb? I grew up out there. Barrington. Barrington. Okay, I grew up in Algonquin. Oh, oh sweet shit. You're like right down the road. I actually have a friend here from Algonquin. Oh yeah, I'm probably older than them. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, what are your names? Oh, Danny. Grant. Noel. Alright, um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going back to my tent to pass out. What are you guys going to do? Going to get our stuff and set up camp. <laughs> oh, because you just got in. You yes. just went straight yeah. to the music and didn't set up your camp first? Oh, yeah, to yeah. find a camp spot. Yeah. About to go much. get some sleep and then. I'll go get some pizza. Yeah. Manolo's. Manolo's, yeah, Manolo's Pizza. If you guys sure. ever want the best pizza, go to Manolo's. You can swear. You can call it the best fucking pizza. Oh, I know yeah, you want it. The best to. fucking pizza. It's explicit lyrics in this oh, podcast, so. I actually want to listen to this podcast so we can actually Alright, there's, there's eight, you should. There's eight episodes out now and uh, you guys will be in nine or ten. Cool. Oh, fuck yeah, that's so cool. Right. Thanks. I'm going to stop this right now. Yeah, you too. Hey, right, you're the boss, man. What's your name again? Uh, Derek. Derek, I'm Danny. Good, Good to meet you guys. I hope to see you around, maybe catch a couple more. I have a soft spot for uh, people hanging out with instruments and I think I, I just feel like there used to be a lot more of it at the festival before it exploded into the thing that it is now. So here's a clip of Ryan from Northbrook, Illinois, singing on the trail. What's your name? Ryan Berkovich. Where are you from in? Northbrook, Illinois. Awesome, thanks. And speaking of instruments, I know plenty of you heard this guy back in the woods honking out the Wham! classic Careless Whisper. song was written no, no. <laughs> I mean hey what what you what's your name man Nick and where are you from Palatine Palatine well it's good to meet you Nick meet him, good to meet you. Meet him here same spot next year three times this is good what's up homie water bottles for you awesome. wet that whistle all day all right take care guys awesome. look for yourself on the summer camp podcast awesome for sure thank you so those guys were having fun uh, but some people are at three sisters park to work and I walked up to the medical tent wanting to interview someone. But as you'll hear, it was cut short uh, as suddenly everyone jumped up to help someone. And uh, we'll just say that someone was brought in having emotional problems. 
I won't go into detail, but this individual needed help and I saw a bunch of trained professionals doing their job right. And so here's that quick clip. So I'm, I'm here at the level one trauma center <laughs> at summer camp. But what's your name? Troy Urban Trout. Alright, any relation to Mike? No, that's Armin Trout. Alright, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah, was there anything crazy that you've seen here? Has it been a pretty quiet day? Or? I don't like to use that word, but uh, it's been fairly mellow, yeah. It's, it's been, been a mellow. mellow summer camp, yeah. As a start goes, right? First day. And, and everyone just hopped out of their seats. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it comes and goes. You did know. you just jinx it? No, I think you did. You used the keyword, <laughs> not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been fairly mellow. So. All right, man. Um, well, we thank you guys for uh, doing what you do. It's yeah. important to have you guys here. No worries. Appreciate it. All right, man. Well, uh, you have a good night. Thanks, you too. Now, I mentioned Mike Armantrout, who deserves mention in this podcast as having been at every summer camp, uh, running the fest behind the scenes, until this year when I ran into him returning as a fan for the first time. And Mike Armantrout should not be confused with the fictional character Mike Armantrout of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul fame. I've known good criminals and bad cops, bad priests, honorable thieves. You can be on one side of the law or the other. But if you make a deal with somebody, you keep your word. Speaking of people working the fest, and folks, this is a tough one for me. I have grown to love the Minglewood brick oven pizza. Of course, I wanted to include them in the podcast, so I did what any good high podcaster would do. I stood in line for breadsticks. And there are certain people that I look forward to seeing every year, and these folks are definitely on that list. But here's what I learned when I got to the front of the line. So it's Saturday night, and I'm at the Minglewood Brick Oven Pizza joint, and uh, I'm very sad to hear that this is your last year. You said you sold the truck. Is that true? Yeah, we're selling the truck, and uh, going to end it, I guess. <laughs> well, after 15 years at camp, we'll miss you. Uh, do you have any idea the number of pizzas that you've served to oh, people? Thousands of pizzas here at summer camp. For thousands sure. of pizzas. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I single-handedly kept you in business for the first couple of years you were here. Well, thank you. We appreciate everybody coming in, being so supportive to us over the years. It has been awesome. All right, well, thank you for all the food. Thank you, brother. All right, take care. Take care, man. Thank you for so, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Perhaps whoever buys the truck will return home next year. And for those of you heading to Shoe Fest later this summer, I believe you can find them there to get uh, one last taste of brick oven pizza. Now, I mentioned, at, uh, I mentioned the rain at the top of the show. Uh, right before the storm hit, all the counselors were standing in line to go onto the moonshine stage to introduce Mo's, uh, Mo for their first set as a tradition. And uh, I, many of you may remember uh, that that's when the sky opened up and said, uh-uh. So uh, we all ran back to the backstage VIP tent to wait out the storm. And that's where I met this dude. You guys want to be on the podcast? Absolutely. What's your name? Logan Milligan. Logan Miller, uh, how'd you end up backstage during this rainstorm? Well, uh, I was on the side of the stage, and then I was told side stage was not allowed anymore. So now I'm hiding here from the rain. Cool. Are you uh, covering something here? Or? Uh, no, I am tour managing a funk band called Steady Flow. Steady Flow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know what? We'll cut in some Steady Flow right here.
now we're back and we're uh, still waiting out the rain. And uh, what's your name? John Murphy. John Murphy, what do you do? Uh, I bought that crazy Rockstar upgrade. Oh, fantastic. Uh, well worth it. Well worth it, but nobody should buy that. Leave them for me. <laughs> I, I have one, but I didn't buy it, I have to admit. There you go. Alright, is there someone you're excited to see in the next three days? Uh, Primus in this mud puddle, dude. Yeah. Absolutely killer. That's uh, my report from the rain backstage. So those are some of the people that I met wandering around. Uh, we're going to move on to our interview this week. Our guest is one of the founding members of Mo. Uh, Rob met Chuck when he was just 21 and they started Mo. Uh, now this interview is a little different than some of my past interviews for a couple reasons. First, I'm joined by our very own camp counselor, Amanda. Also, uh, most of the interviews you've heard so far on the podcast have uh, been recorded remotely, uh, but this time we had a chance to sit down with Rob backstage. So here it is. So I'm here with Rob, and I'm also here with Camp Counselor Amanda. And uh, the first thing I ask on the podcast every time is, what was your first concert? Well, my first concert was uh, Genesis in Syracuse at the Syracuse Dome. Peter Gabriel Genesis or, Genesis or after that? No, no, I'm not, old, I'm not old enough for Peter Gabriel Genesis. It was Abacab Tour, and uh, I was at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. I've seen them a couple times. I love them. I think they're actually talking right now about doing something again. That would be pretty cool. My seats were so far away, like I, I couldn't see anything. Did that, that, that was the first one that had an impact on you or that you, you remember? Do you remember thinking, I, I could see myself doing something like that? <laughs> Not at all. That was the first concert I ever went to, and I didn't even play an instrument at that point. I just went with my friends. It'd be fun. I think I was in ninth grade. No, tenth grade. I was in tenth grade when I went. Right on. Uh, do you want to you take a couple questions? Yeah. All right. So my first question is, at what age did you first start playing? Uh, when I first started playing, I think I was about 19 years old. Um, I moved to, uh, I transferred schools from New Hampshire to um, University of Buffalo. And uh, my roommate had a 12-string guitar, and I started picking that up and playing around with that. All right. Um, my next question is, did you ever imagine that this is, this is what you would be doing? Uh, not at, I did not imagine that at the time. I was just trying to have fun, you know, and I was 19 years old, you know, I couldn't, I didn't imagine, I couldn't even think of what I was doing the next day, much less 25 years down the road or whatever. 
I would imagine even by the time summer camp started, you couldn't imagine that it would turn into this. No, it wasn't anything like this. It was. I was here. <laughs> oh, you were you really? Yeah, I've been to all of them. Yeah, so you know, it was like a, a bunch of dudes in a rainy field with like one of those pop-up trailer stages. I don't know if there was 250 people here. I mean, I think there was like a thousand. Uh, but the camping stage was the only second stage, and that was just a cement slab, as I recall. Oh, you know, the thing I'm thinking of is before there was even summer camp, we had a summer sessions tour, and we played here. And uh, I don't think this there, this wasn't a building. The the stage here wasn't even here. And then the next year we came back and did an actual summer camp, the first summer camp. And as I recall, then the stage was like there was a stage for the beginning of summer camp, but then it got replaced a couple of years in with a bigger stage. I don't know if that is accurate or not, but... Uh, I don't remember if they replaced it or just built more onto it, uh, made it more a permanent structure, but yeah, it was, it was definitely different. I have a fun question. <laughs> is there a certain power food or something that you always do before you play? <laughs> um, God, I wish I, wish I ate like, chicken and waffles or something every time <laughs> I went. But. Uh, we all in the band we do a shot of tequila before we go on stage traditionally and even like Vinny hates tequila but we make him do it <laughs> because it's just like our good luck thing uh, there's no food per se I know I try to stay away from like turkey and stuff like that is gonna like kill me I'm gonna have a huge meal uh, but it's usually like whatever we can get really quickly before we get to play have you ever flown a 747 in one or like Bruce Dickinson flown. Have you ever flown one yourself? I have not. I've never flown anything. Do you like movies about gladiators? I do like movies about gladiators. Have you ever have you ever seen a grown man naked? I have. <laughs> All right, that covers my airplane questions. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering where you're going with this. I've just kind of I've kind of I kind of always wanted to ask those those questions from airplane to somebody that grown man naked. And uh yeah. So nor normally I'm doing this uh, over the phone and it uh, I don't think those questions but I don't know that those questions translated well in this situation let alone over the phone. Um it depends on who your listeners are. I was I was saying I was watching Les Claypool or like Primus last night and I was thinking about something similar to that and they had all those really cool videos up behind them and I recognized like all the stuff like like just you know there was like a reefer madness clip and all these other things and I'm just like I know what all these things are but then I'm looking out the crowd like they don't have a fucking clue as to what they're seeing like no probably not no my husband was shocked that I knew the reefer madness one yeah. because I'm quite a bit younger than him and he's like you knew what that was <laughs> yeah and the um I can't think of the name of the not the Thundercats, but the uh, the the animation characters they had up. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not. That's not in my radar. Yeah, I I know, and I just can't I can't think of it. But it, the it, actual it, video they did for Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Okay. Like I remember. Uh, yeah, when yeah. That came out. I remember seeing that on MTV in the '90s. Like, yeah. My Winona's had it blocked. Like seriously, had MTV blocked when <laughs> I was a kid, and those would have been the years that it was blocked. <laughs> So I realize uh, we're getting into the evening here, and there's people that uh, you know say, I, I, I want to see uh, those Primus guys. I want to, I want to see all. Well, I'm just letting you know. If you want to take off after this next song, I totally understand. I get it. Three, four. <laughs>
I got a question. Who, who's the guy on the couch over here? Uh, that is Nate, a.k.a. Jelly, our former tour manager, who is our, um, I guess apparently he's our pod security at night, which means that's where he's sleeping now. Making sure that people aren't ransacking the place? Exactly. <laughs> For the listeners, there there's uh, someone sleeping next to us on the couch. And... Um, Oh, it's fine. You're fine. You can come in. <laughs> someone someone was about to come in, uh, and Warren Haynes is out there playing, so I don't want to keep you too long, because I assume you probably want to get, get some mule in before uh, before they run away. Sure thing, man. Sure thing. That was our sound guy, Steve, our front of house man. He's scared of people. <laughs> deer. I, I, it depends on the day. I might be scared of people, or I might be really social. To <laughs> yeah. Um, and oh, and uh, for the podcast listeners, we're uh, we're recording this on the day that Greg Allman died, which is very unfortunate. Um, and so Warren Haynes is out there right now. Just did a beautiful tribute to him. I'll try to cut some of that in. Well, I would say how you doing, but I know how I'm doing. I know a lot of you feel the same way. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, I, I don't do a lot of talking in our shows, and I'm and, uh, not going to do a lot of talking tonight, but I remember one time we were doing uh, an interview with the Allman Brothers, and somebody asked about why we didn't talk much, and they said because we communicate a lot better with music than we do with words. It's a, it's a sad day today for us and, and family and, and music and music fans worldwide. We're all together. We're going to celebrate. And it's a little strange to open up with a song you never heard before, but we're going to do that. I'd like for you to listen to it, and you'll understand. And we're going to bring some friends out, and then make a celebration of this. Just another highway song, just another traveling. You got any more? I do have one more. Do you have any advice for young musicians or young artists looking to express themselves? Um, well, I mean, if they're just looking to express themselves, then just do it, you know? Trust your instincts, do what you want to do. If you're trying to make it in the music business, you have to be persistent. And, you know, it helps to be good, so keep working at it. Right on. Is there someone uh, in particular you're excited to see here this weekend? Like anybody that you haven't seen or any old standbys that you like? I've seen, like, I saw Umphreys last night and I saw Les last night. Uh, and now I'm not really sure 
what's going on. Umphreys, I've never heard of them. Are they any good? They're good. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> all right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, is there anyone... Uh, this won't come out till long after you guys are have, have played, and I can keep a secret. Is there anyone sitting in with you guys that, that uh, I can cut in a little clip of? Uh, yeah, we're going to have... Um, definitely having some of our friends from Turquoise uh, come up and sit in with us some horns and... Uh, and stuff like that tonight and uh, you know some other surprises that I probably will be a surprise to me <laughs> <laughs> And I gotta, I gotta mention, and I'll have to cut some of it in. The uh, Mo EO show last night was a freaking blast. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, Matt, Matt does a great job, and it was fun to see all those people up there with you. It was a cool experiment. It was nice to be able to play with the guys I normally play with, but do it in a different way, and you know, not sort of rely on what we always do and follow Matt. So. I thought it was cool. I, you know, it was, it was definitely difficult at times because you sort of fall into your old habits of just doing what you want. And when I've played with Matt before and it's not Mo, like I just really follow him a little bit more. Um, it's not it's not hard to do. You, you just do it. And here it was like a struggle to figure out what I was doing. Um, I thought. I mean, I thought it was really refreshing to the to, and and I mean, part of it's that you know that. You guys are making it up on the spot, so that 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 helps. But the interaction with the audience is fun, and um, you know, when I talked to him to Matt Butler about it ahead of time, and he said, "I, I can't promise it's going to be, you know, the the best Mo show in the world, but it'll be different." Yeah. And and honestly, I had a, I had a blast. I thought it was great. It was my, probably my favorite set so far. Yeah, because it wasn't a Mo show, so you know it. It was in everyone orchestra show, and we were the musicians, and that's what we were going. That's what we we're trying for. And I mean, Matt has gotten so good at it. Like he's yeah. always a step ahead in the music and his his mind. You can see his mind like moving and thinking. I had a chance to do it last year. I was a guest conductor, and uh, yeah, I was. I had to study him the whole time to try to figure out, just uh, you know, just to try to get into his head. And it's really, I'm. <laughs> it's a complex process for for him, and he's got to be on his toes. And he told me he still gets nervous every time. He, he did mention that he was nervous and, uh, before the show, and I was like, dude, let's just do like we always do. It's not a big deal. But he said he gets nervous every time. So. Yeah, it doesn't show. And, and it didn't show that, that any of you were outside of your comfort zone at all to me. I wasn't too nervous. I, I get nervous a lot of times, but I wasn't for some reason last night. Maybe it was all the booze I drank. <laughs> Yeah, I, w I was there with you. I really had to struggle to to get over there. What had started at two or something like that. I think you guys started a little early, maybe at one thirty, but.
is there anybody that you would like to have sit in with you sometime or like somebody that you would love to play with at some point? Um, be really cool to have Donald Fagan play keyboards with us. That would be awesome. Uh, I'd be into that. That would be like a dream come true for me. You know, in the early days of popular music, a lot of people were unable to write anything but words. Now, the group we're going to talk about next combined their words with some really sophisticated sounds and came up with what a lot of people called thinking person's music. Now, actually, the band was made up of two men, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan. They used different musicians practically every time they recorded. And people like uh, Jeff Baxter, Michael McDonald went on to become part of the Doobies. The man doing the singing this time is Donald Fagan. He and Walter Becker took the name of their group from a reference made in a William Burroughs novel. Here is Steely Dan. Well, um, I want to see Mule. You want to see Mule. Let's go see Mule. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot for doing this, and uh, we will see everyone at camp next year, I guess. I guess now I'm, I'm uh, talking about camp for 2018, which will be uh, Amanda's 16th camp, and uh, I believe it will be 18 for Rob and I. Yes. Yeah. Although you've got summer sessions on me. So, right, so, so 19, really, for me. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks a lot for sitting. <laughs> thanks a lot for sitting down with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Nice talking to you guys. Thanks again to Rob for taking time out of his busy schedule at summer camp. As you could tell, I was very anxious to get back out to see Government Mule. On uh, another day, I probably would have kept Rob longer than he may have wanted. Uh, but on that, on the day that Greg Allman died, it seemed right to be watching Warren Haynes. And Warren was playing a matter of yards from where we were doing that interview. So I'm happy to say I returned to the side stage and stood about 40 feet from Warren, who fought through the pain, and delivered a great show with his counterparts in Mule. And one of the highlights of my 17 years at camp was taking that show in on that day. Uh, the set ended with Warren in tears playing the Allman Classic Whipping Post with special guest Al Schneer of Mo. And after that, I just needed some time to take it in, and uh, I needed a good hour to regroup. And so I was headed back to my tent, and on my walk back to my tent, I stopped and talked to Greg and Jill from Michigan. So let's see, it's 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I'm walking through VIP and I just stopped at some random friendly looking people and I'm going to say hi. What's your name? Greg. Greg and... Jill. Greg and Jill. And uh, when did you guys get here? Uh, we got here like Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday. 
Five o'clock Thursday-ish. Right on. And uh, what's your favorite thing that you've seen so far? Claypool, Lennon, Delirium, and Primus. Both of them. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I enjoyed that. Uh, are you guys Mule fans at all? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that, that was pretty heavy for me. Yeah, it was... It, it was... I guess it was, like, beautifully sad. You know, it's like... I wanted to hop and show, but... I'm glad that that's how I found out, and that's how we celebrated. You know. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a perfect description of it. It was it was it was beautiful and it was sad. Yeah, if I had to hear it from anybody, I want to hear it from Warren Haynes. <laughs> I heard it earlier in the day, but it, and it didn't really because I had some interviews and things to do, but it didn't really hit home until I saw Warren on stage. Yeah, like weeping. It was just. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's one of those. It's like I feel bad for wanting to hop and show and being selfish about it, but at the same time, I'm glad that. I got to be part of that. Because that's the one I'm going to remember. You know, you remember that one over all the other Mule shows for the rest of your life. I'm so glad I stopped and talked to you. I feel exactly the same way. And I feel like there's a lot of people who didn't get that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, all right, well, where are you guys from? Michigan. Michigan, all right. Well, I'm glad you came out to summer camp. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got. You guys want to say anything else? Happy scamp. Yeah, ha- yeah happy scamp. I hope everybody had a good time, despite the rain. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. For right. sure. How many times have you guys been here? This is my first time. Twice first time. Twice. All right. Cool. Well, uh, good to meet you guys. All right on, man. Have a good day. You too. So, Greg and Jill from Michigan, thanks for sharing that moment with me. I, I felt like I needed to talk to somebody at that point about what I had just seen. And our jam of the week is that last song from Government Mule. Here is Whipping Post with special guest Al Schneer of Moe. Uh, Remember to subscribe on iTunes or Android, and if you have something you'd like to contribute to the podcast, you can email me at podcast at summercampfestival.com. Keep an eye out for episode 10, which will be the second part of my 2017 recap. Thanks again for listening. See you at camp.
Thanks to everybody in Melbourne, I'm Chris McGee for helping us out here.